back at you again. Hey, hey, hey. Another hey. episode of Three Relationships Goals. I told you we coming back to back on that ass. <laughs> I told you. We coming us. back to back on that ass. We is not playing no game. Yes, yes, All yes. Right. What's going on? Appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Three Relationship Goals. You know, do you like this your first time checking in? This is uh Bro, we don't have to fucking say that shit every goddamn episode. Bro, we they might know. get new listeners, bro. Okay, well they gotta listen to the last episode then. <laughs> I don't feel like we gotta <laughs> y'all, see, y'all see what the fuck going on. Man. I'm just saying, you see what bro. I deal with. Just cut like, right in the middle of what the fuck I'm talking I'm about. I'm just saying, bro. They they know. But what if we got new listeners? I don't okay. know what the fuck they're going Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. not too late. Now you ruined it. You only get one time for a first impression, and you ruined it. You ruined no, it just like that. It ain't no different. Okay, you ruined whatever. It. No. Fine. Man. I'll let them know. This is a no, poly? No. 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 <laughs> whatever. And then I'm moving on. Maybe bro. you got to listen to the last read episode. Read the description. How about or, that? Or listen to the next one. Because she's moving <laughs> the motherfuckers. Like, I don't know what's going on. We had fucked through two, two times this morning. And I, got I don't that, know what's going on. That dick in me. No. One thing I was just actually going to ask you before you went into that. Um, did you see that Willow Smith on the Red Table Talk? She came out as polyamorous recently. Oh, no, I think I saw um, some about it, but she been, because when they had their polyamorous cup mm-hmm. on her, and she was and like, she was like thinking about it. Right. There. But and then I saw some where it was like blaming Jada about, like, she introduced her to open oh, relationships and shit like that. But I mean, but I, what is there to blame? And if it, if Jada introduced her to that's no, what she not, did. I mean, like, it's not like a bad thing. People right. saying it's, um, that's what They're I'm taking getting. it as a bad thing. A bad thing. Right. She, but no, she like officially came out and they talked about it on their Red Table Talk. Okay. Um, because the was grandma she, was kind of like, like no. So okay, so question. Because I didn't watch it. Um, uh-huh. Did she come out as poly or bi? Polyamorous. She okay. specifically used that term, and you could tell she was getting a little frustrated because the grandma was kind of obviously. I think she just had a more old fashioned, you know, view. Because she was like, I feel like it's about sex. It's all, mm-hmm. and she and you could see she got frustrated. She's like, it's not though. Right. It's like at least it was genuine though. You know, they right. like, they didn't rehearse it and shit like that. Right, because you could tell. And then I think they had, because I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched like a bunch of And they did on Facebook. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on Facebook, Red Table Talk. Um, but they had some type of therapist. They had some type uh, of there? counselor, like on the Zoom like or Zoom something like that. Uh-huh. And she was a polyamorous one. Mm-hmm. And she was, yeah, she, and she had a good perspective. Because the highlight that I had seen, she was talking about how it isn't for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, so she was kind of talking to the grandma, like, it's not, people try to make it either or, monogamous or polyamorous, right. when it's not. It's just another option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd seen the Porta family had posted something about that the other day, about how there is a lot of different relationship options. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be compared to each other, right. or this or that, or this or that. It's just options. It's only, it's just monogamy has been pushed to us so hard that, we really feel like any other option is a competition, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and it's not that way. Right. So the grandma kind of had a little better understanding from the highlight. Again, I got to really watch the whole thing, but from the highlight, it looks like she was like kind of understanding a little bit better. I mean, shoot my shot at Willow. You think of William? Oh, wow. All right. Wow. Willow probably type like free. Like she probably like type. I'm shooting a shot for my Instagram page. Okay. Right. Well, I'm probably going to be the first one, the second one, the Fifteenth one, but I'm shooting. Right. I'm shooting like a motherfucker. Like, hey, we ready for you, Polly? No, it's gonna be something. Yes. It's gonna be something that you. I let you proofread it. Okay. 
Okay. I'll proofread it. Nah, no, I ain't letting you proofread shit. Fuck you. I'm just going. <laughs> I'm going out guns blazing. Guns blazing, baby. Um, okay, baby. No, no, no. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> exactly. You going too far. I <laughs> she might leak out shit. But, um, no, you might scare the, <laughs> the girls off. Look. Um, we can get back to the shit. Yeah. No, no, no. I just thought that was pretty cool. I feel like it... Well, it's just another thing that's going to bring polyamorous into the media into the mm-hmm. spotlight because now obviously people are i mean she's pretty popular she's right. a, a big celebrity and then red table talk is a really popular okay, show so right and that you know could really even just portray black people even mm-hmm. in general putting That's us why on we the map. On so we should go on that show i know i'm about to shoot this show too and i seen the snapchat story with um the triad so lit uh-huh. so shout out to them that was dope they had a little snapchat that love don't judge us and uh-huh. they were going on a date oh yeah 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 yeah. i was like that is dope but I mean, snapchat and put a lot of a lot of people on platforms they, with yeah, polly yeah it's us on a, that's true the daily mail daily mail shit that's true that's true so they've been they they were they were gonna, gonna, I see you, Snapchat. I see you, Snapchat. The owner who over there. You, Polly? I'm telling Come you. Come on, girl. I'm just trying to tell you. How you know it's a girl? I'm just saying, it's a girl. God damn. Don't be goddamn nothing. Man, <laughs> God, I got nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but we'll get into this. Like I said, I thought that was cool. But again, since polyamory is kind of going into the spotlight, it's good. Some of these talk is going into good, bad, and reality here. Um, it's good that we're going to talk about this because don't everyone just jump on the bandwagon and be like, I'm polyamorous. I'm poly. You know, listen to some of our episodes, listen to some of redo your resources, read your books, check your platforms. But one of the things I want to talk about today, which comes up a lot in the polyamorous community, is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've hit on communication before, but I want to hit on not just the importance of communication, but how we can kind of enhance our communication. Because mm-hmm. even the best of us that feel like we're really good communicators, there's always room for improvement. So I feel like, again, once you're on a level of basic communication skills, you can then kind of elevate it a little bit more to really make sure you're not, nothing's falling through the cracks or that like you're not sharing your side or you're not, you know, not receiving someone else's. Mm Because I feel like that is obviously one huge pitfall um, or one thing that can end your poly relationships like as soon as as quickly as it began quicker than it even began because you know it takes some time um because you're not community or someone is not community and that's the thing is it's not just if you're not communicating it's everyone has to in the the relationship and obviously accountability so mm-hmm. you start with yourself you want to make sure you're doing it and then of course you can share this stuff these are things that you can kind of talk about with your partner so and even for monogamous folks listening, obviously communication is key for monogamous relationships too. What are you talking about them? <laughs> Stop. You're talking about us. Okay. You understand? I see your lyric. <laughs> I see you do your lyric in there. You're talking um, about them. But I see. I see. Um, but okay. Yeah, you're right. But this is specifically really with for geared for polyamorous mm-hmm. um, relationships. So the first thing that I really, really liked. Um, is using open-ended questions. So it's easy for us to, when we're trying to talk to each other, um, 
like when you're probing, you're insinuating instead. You're saying you're using closed ended questions, yes or no questions, mm-hmm. right? The only thing the partner can say, the response it could be is yes or no. You're not diving too much deeper. Mm-hmm. If you're using an open ended question, like instead of saying, um, did you feel mad about me saying X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. I can say, how did you feel? Because you can only say yes or, or why, no. Why did you feel? Or why? Bad but that would be insinuating well, that you were mad. Oh, but, but still, it's still open-ended. Like, what that's was, true. What was wrong with what I said? If it's, there you, you know, go. If it's a better way you like me to say it or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So an open-ended one where essentially you can, it's just a lot more natural, a lot more easier to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. and it's more comfortable to get to that heart-to-heart conversation. Because then you can't, especially when you kind of, sometimes, you know, when you're, there's that tension, maybe it's not even tension, you're just having a conversation. Those open-ended questions get to that root mm-hmm. quicker without okay. you, with less questions at that. So then the person doesn't, no one has to feel interrogated. There's not a whole bunch of, duh, 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 duh. No, there could be like three questions instead of eight questions that were yes or no questions. And then those instead, those three can get into the what we're actually mm-hmm. needing to talk about. So I personally, personally, personally really, really love this one because I didn't think about it in the relationship status. Honestly, I use this for my consultants at work. That's like the biggest thing I push what? using open end questions oh, okay. when it's like when having a conversation with someone. But I didn't think about applying that to, to a relationship, a relationship well, okay, a you know, because point. I mean, for all the reasons I push it to them, it gets you to what you need quicker. Right. You know, you're not interrogating. You don't. They don't feel uncomfortable. They don't. You know, you don't feel like, damn, like, am I pulling teeth here? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, getting. We're not getting anywhere. Um, so the open-ended questions, I really, really, I really, really like. So that's just part of leveling up your right, communication just, skills. Exactly, because you know, that's probably not the. It's not, basic, right, like exactly. it's not basic, right? Exactly. It's not basic. Natural, right? We're talking it's just like, like intermediate now. Go in and just start <laughs> asking shit, and you know, kind of be like almost argumentative in a way. You know, like just when you keep when hammering, you keep hammering like questions, questions back to back, and, right. and it's not open ended. Like, just give me my answers on the like, report. Right. It can. It can Especially be very argumentative. Right. right. Yeah. But exactly. So, like I said, this is kind of one of those just level up. It can be hard, I would say, out of the gate Mm -hmm. to really remember this, especially in the heat of some moments Mm -hmm. and stuff. But if you feel like you kind of have a good grasp on your communication skills already, then this is a way to kind of, ooh, let me be even more efficient is using these open-ended. So another one is um, picking up on nonverbal cues. So instead of rather than your partner really having to say exactly how they're feeling, you can pick it up maybe in their tone of voice mm-hmm. or um, their body language, right. you know, I mean, their attitude. Problem doing that. No, 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 no. I mean, this isn't geared specifically towards us. I'm right. just saying, again, this is another way to level up without even actually having to communicate with words. Mm-hmm. You're using nonverbal cues to... But is it a good time to... Some people may think that's not a good time to communicate about it. Not a good time to talk about it. Say if you seeing somebody's body language and they like, but they're not actually bringing up, maybe they 
just in their feelings at the moment. Right, and it doesn't mean you have to bring it up at that moment. Maybe you bring it up later, but at least you're picking up on it. So maybe later, again, you can use that open-ended questions like, hey, I noticed this earlier. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and okay. you don't even was have there to say the, earlier with you right. Like okay. Okay, but okay. we don't want to have. Was there something going on? Because that's going to be a yes or a no. Uh, okay. Essentially, so you. So again, instead of them being just like yes, there's some like you want to be able to get past the yes and get to what was going on. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of rephrase it to, um, what kind of mood were you in uh-huh. earlier? You know, or yeah, what was. No, I what felt the mood change. Right, right, right. I, what was what was going on? Okay. So you can just get to the root of it. You can but skip. People the, shouldn't necessarily take body language as a key to just go and try to, you know, force force the issue. Because maybe it's because I know sometimes we even like with us, like it's just us at that right. moment. It's like, give me a second. I right. know I'm in my feelings. Just give and me there's a nothing second. to talk about. Right. It's just. Right. So I definitely see right. that. That's why feelings, this is definitely a skill. Right. Like it's something that you again. I want to just go out the gate trying to like pick up, especially if you don't know the person that well, mm-hmm. or you're still getting to know them. Like you might not do that. You want to get to know their body language first right. and what their habits are. But once you kind of are able to pick up on that, like I can tell in the tone of your voice when you have like an object, like like when we say each other's names, mm-hmm. like when we're talking, even if we're not, even if the attitude or the tone isn't there, but it's like. You add the Shayla at the end. I'm like, bro, don't be having an attitude. Like, what you saying my full name for? (laughs) Shut up. Stop. The fuck? (laughs) Stop it. But he'll add it at the end or right at the beginning. So, like, that's something I'm like, oh, you getting irritated? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) you can calm that shit down. So, again, it's those little things. And... Not to use it, and again, I see that as, yeah, you're getting irritated. I'm not going to use it to get mad, right? Like, oh, he's getting irritated now. Me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck because I love to irritate you. <laughs> but but again, it just gives me that cue, like, okay, let me stop pressing him on this or mm-hmm. let me leave him alone about this because right. I can tell he's... Like, right, um, or let him take care of it right. because I can tell he's getting frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's another skill to have um but at the same time this is the third one so at the same time don't try to read anyone's mind like i when we say pick up on verbal cues make sure they thought you follow it up with that question that Mm -hmm. open all these things kind of intermingle why the fuck you tripping bro Right, like, or you don't want to just not say, exactly, like, assume or just not say anything, but like, oh, she was fucking tripping earlier, and then you get an attitude, and it was like, nothing was wrong, you know, so you ain't a a mind reader, Mm -hmm. I don't care how good you think you can pick up on these nonverbal cues, Mm -hmm. just like James said, like, people... I have my moods. Mm-hmm. He has his moods, like where maybe you just don't want to be bothered. It's not the person, you know. There's nothing right. to talk about. It's just just like I know how to get myself a check. Like I know I shouldn't be feeling like this right now, and I know how to take a couple seconds. Right, right, and you know that yeah, you don't right. need someone right. to be like, "What's wrong? Like, I don't What's need to going talk on?" About it. I know, right. <laughs> I know I'm tripping. Right Nothing's now. wrong. Why you know are you mean? tripping? Because right. then it just adds to it. Right. You know, it just makes you feel kind of worse to it. So, again, don't... And it, in the reading minds, another thing that it, it causes is for you to hold on to things. Mm-hmm. Because you might be 
thinking they're they have an attitude and you don't speak up, you know, you don't follow it up, then you hold on to that. And you're thinking every time you hold on to it, it just builds up like why do they act like this? Right. Or why do they do this randomly or da 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 and it's nothing, right? It might be something quickly solvable through a communication type of thing. Mm-hmm. But pretending like you already know something when you're seeing a cue or maybe someone's not acting how you normally see them act for mm-hmm. this moment in time, it, it doesn't always mean that something's wrong. So make that extra effort. Mm-hmm. If you're going to feel like you're a mind reader or you're picking up on some type of nonverbal cue, make sure you take that extra step of asking that question. And a part of that is the, and on the other side, on, on the other side of it is knowing how to explain like true. I'm good, like very just, true. Like, just like give me a second. Don't uh, don't get even though like you're obviously in some type of feelings right now, so mm-hmm. it's easier for you to just go off on some shit. Like just leave me the fuck alone. Or, I ain't, I be I ain't triggered. Wrong. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Be triggered by by the questions that's going on. Just be, you know, like take a deep breath. Who saw something? And be, um, just okay. knowing how to communicate that. Like, give me a second. Mm-hmm. I know, I know how to fix it. In your this best is way, that, right? Right. This is not that big of a deal. I am in my feelings about something. We can talk about it maybe later. If it's even something right. exactly, do your best to just let them know right. how, like, how you're feeling and when you're ready mm-hmm. to open up about it. If it's even necessary, you right. know. In again, if it's nece- necessary, if this is even applicable, right? Because I mean, I just seen like motherfuckers that be showing like ver um. Just like body language, and they be waiting on the motherfucker to ask them something. True, so that's off. very true. You know? And it's and it's some sometimes it be for like let me go off on his ass because he knows. Wait for him to off. say right. something, right? Or she, or whatever. Right, or she, right, right, right. right. Don't Just, do that. You right. can't. You know, you have to be right, level headed. Exactly. At the, you know, at the same time when we're when you're communicating. Now, with that being said, it's always better to be direct mm-hmm. rather than being passive aggressive exactly. or like trying to beat around the bush push mm-hmm. that's something i know with me and you james that we try to really do mm-hmm. it's just just fucking say right, say fuck going on? you're easier i think it's easier for you to do that than me but i think with picking that up from you mm-hmm. and seeing like okay he's just gonna like not do all this beat or he's gonna tell me how he's feeling mm-hmm. or be direct about it. That's kind of pushed me to like, okay, let me. Then he sh- will be open when I'm direct about something. Right, but so, even then, and it work. It helps. Right, because it, it helps. It um. It passes it helps through the for bullshit. Me. Anyway, just by like not keeping shit in, like when I know mm-hmm. exactly. I'm comfortable Holding talking to, to somebody shit. and comfortable talking to you because I know that you're most of the time level headed about your situation and shit like that. But mm-hmm. it, it takes your partners to you know make you feel some comfortability in that. You know what I mean? So exactly. like I was like I wasn't always comfortable talking to you about my feelings and shit like that. And now exactly. it's just it just comes it out. Always like, right. like this. Right. right. You have we have to make each other feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. if you're the one that's not being passive aggressive, but maybe your partner is, just make sure you try letting him know like in the nicest way possible, like that's not that helpful because they are holding things in or they're not being completely honest and we want to be able to resolve what it is. So mm-hmm. don't like by berate them like, oh my gosh, like just get to the point. Like, right. why are you, you know, da, 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 da. no, you, it, that's not because for me, I'm going to be like nothing. Right. 
And you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. Not one fucking thing. Because now you just made me uncomfortable. I was already, like, hesitant to say what? it, but now you made me super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Versus if I was hesitant and then you said something like, hey, like, you seem, now, you know, right. just just know, I want to know truly how you feel so we can resolve it. Right. You know, beating around the bush isn't going to help. So just be straight up mm-hmm. with me. Then I could be like, okay, that hesitation might relax versus tense up Mm -hmm. even more. So, again, just don't read minds, but, again, follow up. If you're going to do the nonverbal cues, follow up with these questions. And, guys, like, with your your other partners in a relationship, like, Mm -hmm. even if you're, like, fighting, like, do be be comfortable asking your your other partner, like, hey, what's going on with her? What's going on with him? Like, mm, yeah. did you guys get into an altercation today? Did, did what happened today? Or like, just so you can know, like, Same thing. even like it don't even have to go into like reading their body language, especially if there's other people there, because that other person might know what's going on, like, and can give you guidance on like what it is. This is going on. Like, just don't bother True. right now. Just don't bother her right now. Give her, give them a moment. Whatever the case may be, I, and it, and I know sometimes it helps, especially when, when our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps having um, someone. someone there just to because sometimes like I didn't that understand sometimes she didn't understand sometimes yeah. you didn't and it just helps like especially like when it's three four people and you're however your dynamic is um, it helps because it's different minds somebody might understand something that the other person doesn't exactly but, and they can explain it that's one of those benefits of polyamory like, and yeah. having that multiple those multiple partners because mm-hmm. Someone else might be able, again, just like I said, may be able to explain it in a different way. Because mm-hmm. I know that that's kind of, I would just say the same thing you guys would say, but I would right. just put it in a different way where they're, you know, you guys were receiving it a little bit differently. Right. And I think that that really goes far, right. far. Into and, it, and it helps a lot. I mean, just <clears throat> like not to, you know, keep bringing up our old relationship, but just like, just new going in and like, how I was and shit, like, she came to you, like, like, right. what's going on with him and shit like that, like, and she, like, came for to you for, 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 for help and right. shit. And, and, and that you know, helped like, when she what, came what, to talk to you right. about what was what's going, going on, on between all of us. So, sometimes that helped, you know, like, that, that different level of communication, different level of just, of just handling, but you gotta want to, you know, handle have the that. situation and want to have that. And want to, it's, again, like, it's, you have to learn it. Like everybody just don't have it, but you have to attempt. You know, you have to right. You have to have to those attempt. basics at, right. at the very least, and that's mm-hmm. why, like I said, I always refer back to those open-ended questions because no matter what role you're in in the relationship, using those, whether you're mediating or you're part of the argument this time, mm-hmm. those questions, the, using it, cha- re- changing whatever you're going to say from closed-ended to to open-ended, will get you there so much quicker we'll get you to us so that the argument or the debate you know even if it's not a fight it's just a disagreement right. it'll be over quicker mm-hmm. you Especially know so it doesn't have to escalate another key point that, that, that probably don't say is just working on um not seeming like you're both attacking that person like say if like mm-hmm. me and you agree on something that somebody that our partner did or you and our partner right. agreed on something that I did I did that was wrong, that I didn't see it was wrong, but just having an understanding and not coming off as like, let's double team his ass. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I know there can be like a lot when you have when you arguing with somebody, then your their, your other partner come in. It's like, you know, yeah, you was wrong, and it's and it's saying like, oh shit, so both y'all come at me now. Exactly. And, and understand it, like, like. Just you had a conversation. Open. You have you can't to argue. Have even if someone right. else agreed with you, your other partner, you can't come uh-huh. into the conversation like, okay, well, we both agree, so we're right. So we need to come into the right. conversation like, right. look, we want to let you know that you were wrong right. because we both agreed. Well, right. no, that person's gonna fucking feel attacked. Right, exactly. And it kind of hits on that a little bit when it in this next one of like, it says conversation is a two way street or three way or four way street mm-hmm. <laughs> or however many ways. But essentially, keep in mind. You know, when you're having a conversation, one thing it mentions is to take note of how many times you say I, you, or we. And if you end up saying I a whole bunch of, it's not a conversation. You're just talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're venting about how, you know, I, 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 I. It's not, you're, you're just talking about yourself, essentially. Mm-hmm. And saying you a lot, yes, it's good to make sure you're getting their feelings. How do you feel and things like that. But don't say you as, as far as placing blame. You too many up times. times, right? Well, yeah, me. like that. No, I'm telling you right no, now. No, fuck you. All right. <laughs> so that's the response you get, but because it is about everyone, so right. you really want to say the it we mm-hmm. is is the word to really try to to come up. And again, when we, when I say say we in a non-attacking way, like mm-hmm. we can get better at this and speaking in everyone, not like look, you aren't good at this. Or, you know, you aren't good at communicating. Mm-hmm. You can say, we can all get better at communicating. Because regardless of who's good or not, anyone right, can get team. better at communicating. Right, so, exactly. Right. So, if you're saying we instead of you or uh, I, or, right. you know, you're seeing that as it's a unity. Right, and it's all about, it's, exactly. So, right. again, it can be, have somebody feel attacked too. Like, it's always what I'm not doing right. It's always that I can't communicate right. Instead mm-hmm. of like, but... When it comes down to it, like you guys are in the tribe, you guys are in a relationship. So if one person can't communicate, it's your guy's job to help. figure out how. Right, like, help to help them all you guys, like everybody, you know, communicate in, in a better form. Right, because so, no one communicates this or like takes things the same way, right, which is right. why I was saying like I would switch up how you guys were saying things, but it would be the same message essentially Mm -hmm. but just how you receive things are different how everyone receives things are different because that's just human tendencies Mm -hmm. so if you have those multiple perspectives and you're helping each other you're keeping it a unified triad um quad any Mm -hmm. of that you know that you're you're holding not only yourself accountable but each other like Okay, cool. You have good communication skills, but that's not shit. If you know one of your partners is struggling with communications and you're not fucking doing anything about it, mm-hmm. you know. So again, it's a it's a group thing, you know. And so you're looked down just as much as as the person that can't communicate because exactly. you could ha- you could be there to help them, and then overall help the entire relationship because right. now this person might be able to communicate better. So the last one, though, is, which we've even mentioned this before, this is really one-on-one, but setting aside time to talk, like Mm -hmm. making sure you deliberately set time aside to talk, like whether it's just a break or Mm -hmm. it's just, hey, you know, we haven't talked in a little while or it's every couple of weeks or whatever it is, 
and it works even like when there's nothing to talk about and you just saying like and you just confirm like you guys are being great you know take that exactly. time to you know say that too and you don't have to necessarily be like no nothing's going on like show appreciation when in, the, in their time too. when things aren't right, going on exactly you know? use that talk time that talk time don't always have praise. to be negative right you know or oh i'm I have a Something concern about this, right? Right. Maybe today, I want to talk to, to y'all about how how fucking how, good how happy I'm, right. I, how, I am. How, yeah. how yeah. you did this the other day, or you did that the other day, and that yeah. was great, or or whatever it is. Yeah. But and, I think that's so important yeah, because exactly. that's not because then no one wants to talk if yeah. every time if they know it's going to be case okay, we only talk when something bad's happening. Right. Right. So. What's going on this time? Mm-hmm. No, no one's gonna want to say anything. No one's gonna. No one's gonna want to be the buzzkill. Right. You know. But if you know that it's not every time it's a bad thing. Yeah, maybe this time it might be a bad thing, but it might also be something good. Like right. you know, things have been going good. It might just be something where they're everyone's happy about, or something you can mention mm-hmm. that you're happy about. So, and then another thing with scheduling time to talk comes to when you're in disagreements. Like sometimes it's not good to talk right away. Uh-huh. Like, maybe you should just say, okay, look, tomorrow morning or tonight after dinner, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get back onto this when we're not so, like, level, um, heated. Right. You know, we're not so mad. Mm-hmm. Um, because communicating while you're mad is, like, communicating right. with the wall. Right. True fact, most people, there's, like, a chemical that releases in your body when you're mad. I'm telling you, I'm not a fucking doctor, but I just, I just, I like facts, data. Look, I, I really don't know. I would have to look it up, but without having to like look it up and everything, be quiet. These people want to know what chemical. I want to know what chemical. So if you can't bring it up, don't bring it up. It's known that when you're mad, you're, there's a chemical that's released that makes you forget things. So when you're, shut up, when you're in the heat of an argument, and maybe you guys are referring back like, well, you said this or you said that. And the person's like, no, I didn't. Or they really don't remember. Or you really don't remember. It's because that chemical's released. When you're angry, you don't, you're not remembering things. You're not focusing right. So what you're saying, what, you're, what your partner is saying, you're not receiving. And if you guys try to talk about it the next day or even an hour or two later and say like, what did... You say, and what did, not what you're arguing about, but what was said, mm-hmm. what was actually said, you're not going to remember it. Yeah. And then you're probably going to argue about what you guys said because no one fucking actually remembers what you said. Right. So then that creates another argument. So it's not always someone trying to be vindictive. Mm-hmm. It's, again, you shouldn't communicate when you're mad. Right. right. <laughs> like, let that just, that's just a point to the fact of you shouldn't communicate when you're mad. As hard it is as and it is, you should. Want to communicate when you're I know. You go for a preaching. Again, this is a higher know. level of communication. <laughs> I'm not the communication god. So whatever that comes you got a lot of. It. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But again, I'm not no communication queen. I got room for improvement too. But mm-hmm. these are higher levels of communicating efficiently and better this is past the one-on-one shit right so that's definitely as james pointed out something i can work well, on. i mean you, you got a lot better but right i used yeah. to be really really bad board. yeah i just i control a little bit i have a faucet but. i let it leak every once in a while <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, no 
but those those are um, the five ways. Again, just higher ways of talking with your partners, communicating mm-hmm. with them more efficiently than right. just the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if we can get on, I mean, we communicate really well already, but there is honestly, times Honestly, those talks we, really helped us. Guys. Like, well, honestly, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, we, we had those conversations that sometimes we, we skip, and when we skip mm-hmm. them, you can, you notice that we on skip the them. episodes. No, no, I'm just saying like, what? Not even oh, with things that come up? With things that's just like in our personal life, just shit that we don't even put on about that. Oh, okay. Like when, we, when we didn't talk, it was just like, oh, maybe we fought more or something like that. that I you got know, you. Was that couple months or so. There's like more that. tension that so, built up. Right. And one of us used to always like, oh, we didn't, we, we haven't had a conversation. You know, yeah. We haven't had our talks. We need to get back on our talk. And right. just like, if you let them lag, and then you're fighting all of a sudden. And sometimes you notice it back, oh, shit, we didn't have dope talk. We was fighting less when we was having those conversations every week, mm-hmm. every two weeks and stuff like Because that. you weren't communicating when you're mad. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a whole other right. point, And too. then I noticed, like, like it's with both of you guys, she was like, like, do you want to talk about it? And, like, y'all would say, I'll bring it up when we talk next week. You know, having that, yeah. like having that scheduled time. Like, right. I don't want to talk Honestly, about it right now. I'll bring right. it up when we talk. Maybe. Exactly. And just having that time, knowing we're going to have that conversation. It so gets it you mentally, you right. get mentally prepared. You can make sure you're calmed down. You know, right. you're not heated about it. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, really, really does go a long way in communicating. Um, but again, all these things I talked about go a long way and are just things that if you already feel like you communicate well, and you're not trying one of these things. Big so. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I'm so sick of him making that noise. It's nice to see you live, my man, my guy. <laughs> fucking just, just listen if you fucking need some communication stuff. And you already feel like you can be communicating yeah. good. Listen to some of those tips and hopefully some of them help you out. You don't fuck with that shit. You're annoying. Big that was the point. Do it. No, because you don't like the way I do it because it doesn't do it. sound the same. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Can you do it real okay. quick one time for the people? Big purr. It's so rude. Uh, <laughs> That's not how you do it, baby. Is that what, that, what the girl say? She going to make that pussy Hey, all right, now look, let go ahead and get the kicky crazy. She's going to make that pussy purr. There you go. See, I can do the Make that pussy Um, But, okay, kinky cravings. <laughs> Let's go on to that while you're talking about. I'm not even finna do <laughs> They like what you do. TV flapping every time, and it's they not like funny. <laughs> because I feel like I'm doing it right. So, kinky cravings. So, obviously, a big thing, uh, or not, I shouldn't say a big thing, but um, a thing that exists in the polyamorous Uh world, um, in a lot of different um, relationship option worlds, but threesomes, Mm -hmm. or multiple partner sex, yeah, orgies, whatever you want to call it, however many partners you have. We're talking about threesomes, But mainly mainly threesomes, yeah. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about today is mainly threesomes. So, I know a lot of people... Um, especially a lot of those couples looking or even singles looking have that ideology of or like that fantasy of threesomes mm-hmm. and like it's just going to be so wonderful we're all going to have this chemistry and it's going to flow um but there is some things to know right. before especially if you want your first threesome experience to go good 
and you you want to kind of bypass some of those maybe some common things that come up these are just a few things to know before you jump into having that threesome Mm -hmm. number one and the most fucking important is having a threesome or just in general being polyamorous is not gonna fix your relationship Mm -hmm. okay like if your relationship is suffering or maybe just like your sex life is is suffering have a damn conversation you guys are adults i mean if yes, what you mean, sex life is so. If fun. your sex life is suffering, like they're not doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Having so, a threesome to bring someone in to like, oh, I know this person will do it for me. Right. Like, no, I mean, that's not. A, you need to talk to them. Issue exactly. Yourself, that's right. why you need to have a conversation. Right. I mean, but not even if you say we we need to have a threesome or we need to bring in a new another partner. Right. I mean, that's never the answer to. To be a party, if if that's the if that's the answer to bringing somebody else in just to light up your sexual chemistry, I wouldn't think you'll be able to call yourself a poly when you just want to have a threesome. But I'm just like going in, right. going into like being poly and having that first experience can be can be nerve wracking, especially if you're new to the poly community, um, and it's your first threesome. Like you always wanted to, you know, have be poly, but you know the world we live in now don't really. You know, glorify. So and you and you and you want to go in. And you want your first experience to be to be good. You gotta, especially. Let's let's talk about. I guess I would say about a, a couple. Then. Mm-hmm. Um, just go in like you have to be solid. I don't. I don't because I don't. Another person. If your relationship is already, this is not a band aid. Right. You know, threesome right. isn't a band aid. It's mm-hmm. not gonna. You know. Hold put a stamp, together, right, right? Hold right. it together mm-hmm. in the meantime. No. You know, and a band-aid doesn't last forever for a reason I right. thought. So just how you really just need to get Ooh, that conversation. A, right a band-aid doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be okay, so you're gonna give me my my credits <laughs> because that's that second one. No, that's okay. It's temporary. So if you right. bring it in somebody has a band-aid, it's gonna fall off or something. Exactly. Yeah. That shit falls off. Mm-hmm. So again. Don't use it to fix your relationship. I mean, we're talking and, about relationship. We're talking about fucking. But, right. Well, so. don't again. Don't use it to fix your your sex fucking relationship. Essentially, and then you guys should also have a like a conversation before, like communicate before the threesome about what you want the threesome to be, mm-hmm. like what what your guys' fantasies are. But sometimes those conversations go and it happens, and it's nothing like what you talked about. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow, go to sure. it in a moment. Don't have nothing planned because especially if it's your first time like having plans that shit gonna go out the window well it could be things like like do we want a mutual acquaintance like do uh-huh. we want to do a kin- a tinder account you mm-hmm. know like how do we want to go about finding it what gender <laughs> do we fucking want mm-hmm. and then yeah you should maybe mention like a, a position or two like like i really want to do this position mm-hmm. So that you guys know, so that, and, and then you can either communicate it with the partners you come in with, or you guys, both of you guys know going in, and you can, it'd be more likely to happen. Right. But having that conversation of, and again, it's sexy. You can have it while like, y'all fucking. When you're, like, say, let's say, first off, guys, like, it's these to the people that's already in a relationship, and you're bringing somebody else in, be comfortable. Show them that right. you're comfortable with each other. Don't be, you know, feel like asking questions and 
like tons of questions. Like, do you really want to do this? Uh, like, just being like, um, right? Just in like in a weird way. Just be comfortable. Show her, show her or him, like you guys like are are good sexually. And this is and what like, you want. Like, exactly. Like, be sexy with it and shit like that. Because people are turned on by like, you know, just oh shit, they they really fuck with each other like that. They really freaky. They got up mm-hmm. without without me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just you know extra. I, like I want to be here. Like make Again, them feel and talk like about that. I want to be here. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because it can happen at some point in a threesome. Again, forewarning that someone feels left out, mm-hmm. right? Because there's not with positions and stuff like that. Like sometimes you gotta, you know, you focus in to make sure you're giving them the dope dick or the the dope pussy or whatever it is. You you do have to have that focus. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to make sure you prepare yourself for that maybe have a toy like i like having a toy Mm -hmm. or i personally like watching so sometimes i'll just i'll watch you know and play with myself but sometimes that's the but if you can't bear it that's the dying part for for women okay watching the part where they're not involved okay but then you probably shouldn't do it that's what i'm saying this is what this is your warning women for psa i mean not necessarily though yeah if you are if it if it is unbearable for you, like, you might feel left out at some point in the threesome. And if the thought of that is unbearable and mm-hmm. makes you uncomfortable and you don't feel like you're going to be able to, don't just fuck up the threesome for everybody else. Just don't do it. Right, because I mean, it kills the vibe. It does. You know, like, you can begin head, you can kiss. You can kiss well, right. That's what I'm birth, saying. Think of stuff that. that you're going to do so to right. avoid that if you know. Mm-hmm. You don't you just know, have to be there sitting there watch. Like, if you like to watch, then you can just step off the bed or just take a step right. back and just watch. But it's it's always something you can be doing. Right. Kissing on <laughs> touching, back, right. touching, kissing the person laying down. James be multitasking. He'd be fucking and eating pussy at the same time and shit. So shit. nobody feels left right. out at all. But again, that's where that you, you want to have that com- you know conversation or... Think about it with yourself, like, okay, what what do I want to do? What's some shit? Again, right. we're talking about a threesome, so get yourself excited. Get right. yourself comfortable. Get yourself there. Don't just think, just don't have the thought of, I want to have a threesome and, and leave it at that. You know what I mean? You want to have a good threesome. Right. You know, especially if you're courting someone. You I mean, know? but it, 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 sometimes they have to get good. You know, because imagine right. if it's... This everybody, is why we're here to help those, um, so that it could just be good. Right. Imagine if it's everybody's first time. How they can be in the threesome. Yeah. So two people like know like, yeah. oh shit, like, I'm interested in being poly, and then they find a girl like, oh, you know, I want to be poly too. Right. But like, nobody never really done a threesome. Like that can be nerve wracking. They have to develop to get yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. That's true. Sometimes you got to get the first one out the bag. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you got to understand people's body because. Nine times out of ten, like, if you're in a relationship and you're fucking your husband or your wife or whoever, like, the person you bring in might not like the same shit. Exactly. You know what and, I mean? Like, and gotta, having a threesome... It's like, you gotta learn how to fuck all over again. Because, well, the person, right? Because right. The, per- the dude you suck a dick with might not, and the dude that you brought in or however you're doing it might not like his dick suck like that. Mm-hmm. Or the girl that you brought in might not like her pussy ate like that. No, or, might not like her pussy ate at all. 
Right, or maybe her G spot is deeper, deeper well, or right. you know she's more sensitive, less sensitive, whatever. So you do have to have, you know, it is another body to learn. An open mind, have an open right, mind. and it's have an open mind. Open mind of about course. don't necessarily don't get in your mind. Oh shit, you like I'm not pleasing her. Right, right, like, but that's that's easier to, said than. than it's, it's done. It's learning bodies though. Even like with me, like with you guys, like when we have threesomes with people, like. People like different shit. Some people right. like fingers in their pussy. Some people don't. Don't. You know what I mean? Some, some people get off. They know I'm going to come if you fuck me from the back. And okay. then the other girl may like, I know I'm going to come riding your dick. It's different. Right. It's just like people like different shit. And True. don't just think fucking like, oh, I made her come like this. So I'm going to make her come like this. That shit don't work. Like, right. Right. Or I'm gonna do the exact same right, thing right, type shit. Right. No, that's not gonna up. work. Of you gotta, it's, it's, it's like, so think about that like, shit before it's you like go. Like driving in. a manual car, trying to get into a stick shift and just press that stop. gas pedal. That shit gonna stall out on your goofy ass, stop. and you're gonna be like, Whoa, she be at you crazy. All right, she like like saying Sorry. like understand like boom, she oh she like when I pound that shit. And then She'll be like, no, like slow like, down. Slow the fuck down, nigga. I don't like yeah. that shit. Like what the fuck that, is that's true because like I like. Like pretty hard and rough, right, you right. know. But not every female likes that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like it's a it's a time and place, man. You just gotta learn, understand. Like in that learning process, it doesn't mean like you're not doing a good job. You just right. gotta get past those points, learn your partner's body, true, and true. understanding that is is big. It's a huge, it's huge, huge in the poly community because niggas beginning their feelings, females beginning their feelings. Like oh shit, like. She made him call him like that. Uh-huh. Like, why the fuck? Oh, it's oh she lo- he loving. Or like, she I've never done dick. that to him. Shit, yeah. like he reacted right. good. Right. Oh, shit. the reaction like, yeah. shit. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then when I'm sucking his dick, he, he was like, like okay. Uh-huh. okay. Right. <laughs> You understand me? I, I knew in my mind I wanted it, but deep You're down, nervous. my heart beating fast and shit, I'm thinking like, fuck, I'm going to do this, I'm going to fuck her this way, I'm going to fuck this way. My other dad was like, you better not fucking come quick. Stop. Right? <laughs> like, right. Better like, not. Because right? you understand, you got to you gotta make these women, like, you got to satisfy these women. Right? Or satisfy whatever partners you're with, and you got to understand, like, sometimes... And like I said, for me, like it was nerve wracking. But right. even though you know you want it, it's if it's new, like it's new, like you've never done it. It's just like getting on a roller coaster for the first time, like damn. Exactly. I'm, I'm or getting scared. learning I'm a new hobby or something. Bit. Like the right. first time, it's new and it's exciting, mm-hmm. and it changes how you thought about it. Yeah. Which is the last point for this is a threesome. It will likely change your dynamic with your partner or partners, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. I don't, and I mean that in the best way. And I, I'm gonna give me and James are a perfect example of that because, obviously, way back in high school when we had our first threesome, it literally, it changed our entire dynamic for the best that it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, years and years later, 
this comfortable with each other and this like we're hitting our fantasies right. like these things that we were like even not even fantasies things like like i you know i kind of wanted to try that but mm-hmm. i wouldn't think it would ever be possible right. type shit like we're hitting those type of things like even just having a girlfriend and having that type of relationship and being polyamorous it that threesome way back shout out <laughs> to you um to the girl that we had it with but it did completely change our dynamic Santa. for the no, <laughs> I'm not going to say her name. That's rude. Um, she's a whole married woman. I don't really care about so, that. But you know, I will say you know, married to a woman, yeah. I'll say she is gay. But I'm just saying. You know. Anyways, I'm just saying. It will change it and it won't change it for the... You know, don't be... When I say that, I don't want someone to be like, See, I know it. I knew, I, I knew it, babe. I told you it's going to change how the relationship... No, sweetheart. I don't mean it like... He ain't gonna love you no more. Right. Or y'all ain't, ain't gonna, gonna fuck no more. Because no if women or, married, they'll be one through some more than niggas. Right, that's true too. You know that's saying? true. Again, it doesn't mean that. Just don't be thinking about, don't be keeping score, number one, mm-hmm. of, about the kisses and the moans and the mm-hmm. eye locking and all that super shit. Just know it, it can open up a new experience right. if you allow yourself to enjoy it and to take it for what it is versus putting a negative tone on it before you guys have even done it or thinking like this is going to change you guys for the worst. It could be that you guys do it and it was just a thing, you know, it was kind of like a one-time thing. Maybe you guys do it every blue moon, but it's, it wasn't like me and James where we was like, nah, like we fucks with this like all the time type shit. So it's to each your own. So again, they can be and threesomes can be to wrap it up, you know, I know they can be very exciting, you know, it can be very enticing, and you could really, really both want the experience, but don't, you know, don't make those common mistakes. Think about some of these things that we're, you know, we're discussing. Discuss it with your partner. Make sure, not that, I don't want to say that you're ready, because it's not like that big of a deal, Mm -hmm. but that you're prepared for that especially like i said for those ladies those you know the feeling alone or feeling left out type of thing because nothing's worse than after or the men too than after threesome for someone to come up and have an attitude or be mad and feel like Mm -hmm. and be like you know you thought it fucking went great and Mm -hmm. then they'd be like well you did this longer and you'd be like i wasn't even thinking I, I, about I don't know how long I did right. what right. because I was enjoying I was allowing myself to enjoy it right. not thinking about that shit so think about that shit before y'all get nasty nasty but but definitely get nasty get nasty, nasty definitely get nasty it's worth it that's definitely worth it so we will talk about we'll go on to the last segment here and for the first time listeners what's the last segment go ahead baby Tips of the week. Tips well, of the week. Since, well, since um, she didn't let me bring it up in the beginning of the show. Whatever. The, the third we and three segment segments, we do y'all. is tips of the week. Yeah, good, bad, and reality. Man, come on, come on. Don't want to do this shit. They already know that. <laughs> and tips they of know the week. that. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So for tips of the week, this week we're talking about rejection. No, we don't. Yeah, we are. Okay. Rejection in, like, in the polyamorous world. And I say this because I think a lot of people think 
um, especially as a like a couple dating or maybe a multiple partners and you let someone know you're polyamorous mm -hmm. they think that because you have someone to go home to or like because you have someone you're comfortable with that like you don't really care about the rest of the people like everyone else is interchangeable mm -hmm. and obviously just because you're polyamorous doesn't mean you're gonna just fuck everyone and everyone yeah. isn't interchangeable you have a relationship mm -hmm. and it also the it's same thing comes when you're the single comes in or Maybe it's a couple coming in where the single series, but the couple is kind of not. Um, and they're taking the relationship serious, you know? So that means if you're taking a relationship serious, then you want everyone else to take it serious. So if you come in in the mindset of, oh, they don't care if this goes bad or good, or she doesn't care, like she's single, she's having fun, she's da-da-da-da-da, mm -hmm. you can hurt feelings. Obviously, right. everyone still has those feelings and those fears of rejection. So, And it could really make someone not even want to go out right. and date, you know, in the polyamorous world. Like, well, every fucking time I try to date a couple, they just try to fuck me, and then they ghost me. You know, like, yeah. she doesn't even care, or he doesn't care, or whatever it is. So... Again, the tip is really just a reminder that poly or not, everyone's human beings, right. whether you accept rejection well or not, because mm -hmm. I would say both of us honestly accept rejection well, but you yeah. probably even better. Um, but, but again, people, it doesn't mean giving a fuck is bad. Just It just means everyone needs to be accountable for themselves mm -hmm. in making sure, you know, they're being considerate of, of that, essentially. Whether you're single whether you have that nesting partner, you have five fucking nesting mm -hmm. partners and you're pursuing a relationship. If you had feelings for that person or you kind of had that attachment or whatever, that rejection can still hurt. So make sure, and that just makes it to say like, make sure you're clear about what you're looking for. If you are just looking for a unicorn to fuck or whatever, then make that clear. If you're looking for a closed triad mm -hmm. like a closed quad close whatever then make that clear so everyone knows what level you know we're at and what is the expectations are so that it doesn't they're not taking it as rejection mm -hmm. rejection works like like it's like people just like show saying like people just assume oh you have somebody to go back home to like especially like breakups and shit like that mm. like yeah. oh you had somebody to go that don't necessarily mean I'm okay. Right. You know, or like, like, I'm just going to handle it. Right, like whatever. Right, right. No, it's, it was still a rejection. It's still, it's still, exactly. It's still a rejection. We had a bond, some kind of relationship. Even if it was a six month bond, like you was right. here you know, for the not. time in, now you're not. You don't like, if you're around people normally, you like, you can't, you, you get your day to day. Blood, used you to them. You're just like, Oh, this person not coming around no more. Even like, it, even if you're leaving a relationship, it's like, like sexual though, or not. This right. is like friends, right? You know, sexual, exactly. platonic, whatever. Exactly. Like people just think, oh, you got such and such. You all right? You all right? But now people like deal with shit differently, and it just goes on to show like rejection work on both sides of Polyamory. the field. Exactly, exactly. It does just because you were married. And, you, you know, she's married and she's looking for someone like, again, women are out here really like when I feel like when women, I guess I can't speak for everyone, but when, 
good. You're out here really wanting a girlfriend or really wanting a female. I think I want you know? Exactly. Where it's not about, okay, it's, you know, I'm happy. Yes, I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah, I, I do have someone to go home to. But you don't have a fuck. You're not a female. You're not, you don't have a pussy. You know, it's not, it's, it's not that, you know, you're missing something but essentially you're still happy but right. you you want what you want mm-hmm. so like that, that still day, stings like, I feel like you know i'm ready for another girlfriend well, right. i mean it ain't just like it ain't we just not gonna accept anybody but it's just like and not just like our relationship is is good our relationship really is good, dope. Right. like it's been the healthiest it's been in a long time mm-hmm. um it's not necessarily not showing like it's just, I'm we not know getting what it from we you. Want. It's just, right. Exactly. Like, like we, we, know we both kind of know and same thing. When I say I yeah, I like I definitely wanna I know I know I want another girlfriend too. Yeah. It's not to say, yeah, because I'm bored or right. because I'm this. No. Because we experience it and we both we know I know I want that. Right. Like know, I know that's what I, I want. I know what kind of lifestyle I want. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So again, you know, not to because it's not a bad thing. Because that's just a stigma, mm-hmm. I feel like. But but essentially, essentially, you want what you want. And especially when you're getting excited about getting closer to it. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't be playing with people. Right. If it's not what it is, then let them know that's not what it is. So, and that's the people that I really like. Maybe we just be friends. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean, like, you know, I'm just going to never talk to you again. Right. Cool. But you still seem like a, a cool person. We could be friends. Whatever it is, you still get lunch whatever still you, I don't have to like never talk to you again because you don't want to be with me and my husband or boyfriend or whatever just be f- upfront about it don't yeah. beat around the bush right but yep yeah, that's your tip of the week tip of the week really a, a, that's the only tip of the week you got yeah right because that's a big tip of the week fuck we out of here have two three no yeah we're not <laughs> I'm supposed to have like but. one or two sir don't be trying to call me out. I'm coming at your neck, bro. Don't be trying to come out. It's size to see the fuck is you talking about. Stop it. Stop it. But yeah, that was a big one, though. That was a big one. Yeah, because I feel like, again, there is that mindset of, mm-hmm. ooh, I can just, like, fuck them every once in a while and mm-hmm. kind of do this. Mm-hmm. What, regardless, even though they just told me they're looking for this or, oh, we can just fuck her for a while and right. drop her, even though she said she's looking for a fucking serious relationship. Mm-hmm. So... Again, don't be that person. Yes, be considerate. Mm-hmm. Be considerate of people. Be in your field of what you're looking for. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. But like I said, that's the tip of the week. Tip of the week. And thank you guys for listening again. Gonna bring this shit back another big couple weeks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we appreciate y'all yeah. for tuning in okay, to another episode. Oh, big brr. I think he covered five right now. I don't even think I can see it. You're so stupid. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We out. <laughs> I'm so done. You can say, I'm sure you can say it. No, I'm saying, I'm saying thanks for tuning in to another episode. Oh, okay. <laughs>